Rico. Now we're rolling, Damage Plan MMA Podcast. I'm Jason, as always, my co-host, Voice of MMA in Utah, Mr. Zach Partridge. What up, dog? What up, homie? So a little change of setup today. It's Christmas week, so I got to stay well, home. you're a weedy and didn't make the drive. Well, I got my daughter here today, so, you know. Bring her. Yeah. I bring my kids to work. She's at that tweener age, though. She's in, you know, she's at that almost teen level. And I don't think you want a whining 11-year-old up there complaining i hope she sees that shay i don't she'll think probably she'll probably hear it <laughs> i hope she comes down and smacks you <laughs> oh man dude what a freaking weekend of fights what a weekend where I do mean, we start yeah, i mean duran williams frank gore who could have asked for anything more how about how about duran williams man he's not bad he's not bad at all and had a uh, clint williams clint williams in his corner Spears card was in his corner that was pretty dope. I did notice that. I'm like, where do I know that guy from? And as soon as I said that, you texted. I'm like, that's who it is. Like, it's freaking Clint. Clint. It's Clint. I've always kind of heard through the grapevine that Darren Williams was into MMA. Well, obviously, he owns, he's part owner of Fortis MMA. Um, but yeah, that was that was good. Should we, what, should we talk about the Woodley and Jake Paul fight first? Yeah. A little bit of controversy in that one. I, I don't think there's much controversy. Okay. You wanted to give your take first? You want me? I'm going to give my take first. Go for it. Okay. So initially when I watched it, I'm like, this, something doesn't seem right here. Like, and, and I get a lot of people were saying, hey, Woodley kept, he kept parrying down with that left hand, right? He kept parrying. The way that it was set up, Jake Paul is in his orthodox stance. He motions forward. I heard somebody say that was a feint. That was not a feint. It was not a feint. He was motioning with that right hand. He was signaling with, and as soon as he signaled that, Woodley dropped that hand down. Okay, we, we're not disputing that that punch landed, right? We're not disputing that part. He went out cold. He did he not went fake out. that. I hear, all I'm saying is there's a lot of money in that. There's a lot of money involved in that. And we know, even in regular boxing, there's some shady stuff that happens. It just it just gives room for a little bit of pause there. Like, uh, I don't know, man. I just I think it's great that he is given this platform for these guys, these older retired fighters. Um, I think it's awesome. Get your money, get get paid. I I don't hate that. 
I don't even I don't even hate that Jake Paul's boxing. I hear people say, "Oh, fight a boxer." Well, if you look at any any boxer coming up through the ranks that that has skill, do they fight top guys? Not at all. They're fighting bums. They're still fighting bums even at the pro level. They're fighting freaking bum. Watch any boxing card and it's literally a mismatch until you get to the co-main and the main event. They're all mismatches. Pretty much. So I I I don't I I don't hate that he's doing that. I don't I don't even hate who he's fighting. I I think it's actually pretty admirable that he's in their training because one he's he's big, he's an athlete, he trains hard. I get I understand all that stuff. But it it just seemed a little bit fishy and it, and if you want my honest opinion, I think it's kind of a slap in the face to some of these boxers who've been doing this stuff since they were little. You take a guy like Canelo or a Terrence Crawford or you know, any of these top guys that have been doing this since they were, since they were kids. And you're going to come in as a grown adult in your, how old is he? Mid twenties. And you want to say, you want to challenge Canelo. Come on, bro. Come on. Let him. I, I appreciate it. Let him. I don't think it'll ever happen. I don't think it'll ever happen because I don't not think there's enough money in the world for Canelo to do what Woodley did, whether it was, whether we agree that it was staged or not. This is where oh, he's done. A, he's done a great job. He is in the entertainment world. Correct. Yes. Yep, hundred percent. Flirting in the sports world. Flirting in it. Yeah. Yep. And he's kind of just going in and out and in and out and in and out. And we're not really sure. Wait, are you are you a professional athlete or are you an entertainer? Yeah. And those lines are getting very blurry. And very mixed. I believe I believe he is an entertainer. But I I made a post about it being fake, you know, or whatever. And there was a lot of good back and forth on there. Yeah. Here's the one you you can't discredit Jake Paul for his work ethic. None. No, I don't. I yeah. He has been working hard. At being a boxer for a couple of years now. Yeah, no, he's he's trained hard, right? So, and he's a you know he actually has he has some ability and mm-hmm. obviously has power. Um, Woodley didn't take a dive as far as faking being knocked out. He was knocked mm-hmm. out. He was knocked out. He got cracked. Like, but I mean, everybody's seen that. Uh, that uh, Michael B. Jordan filming the uh, shut up, Kai. Uh, I can't handle that today. Um, <laughs> the Michael B. Jordan getting knocked out in filming for the Creed movie, right? Yes. Yep. He sits there and he does this, 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 and then they go action, and he turns and the punch lands and it knocks him out, and it actually knocked him out in filming. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't take much when your hands down and somebody hits you clean behind the ear on the side of the head to. To put your lights out, right? Yeah. And so I'm not trying to take away, like, and say that Jake Paul can't box or he can't whatever. He can. He yeah. has some ability. And he has also gotten better fight to fight. Right? Yeah. He, he, yeah. Has. No, he has. No, he has. Here's where you have, here's my two points where I will say why it doesn't pass the sniff test as being legit and on the up and up for me. Yeah. One. 
Tyron Woodley has been boxing and striking for how many years? Probably since he was a kid. Or, or early, early adult. Wrestled, early adult, right? he wrestled. So I'd say early adult. Let's just say early adulthood. But, I mean, 15 years probably? <laughs> Whatever. That's fine. Although still doesn't know the difference between the 23rd and the 23rd. So, uh, but no, but. Oh, Zach froze. Really? He's... Change your internet connection. Oh, fudge. Uh, <laughs> You're good. I, I... Oh, no, you keep going in and out. He's switching his, he's Zach switching his internet. We still got, we still got dial up internet up in Kaysville. That's what it is. It's the Kaysville dial up internet. He's like totally froze. I, I, I get, I get what. And we're back. Yeah. There we're back. There we go. Now okay. I, go ahead. Now I have a good one. Okay. So okay. here, here's my point. Okay. Is Woodley a phenomenal athlete? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's an athlete. No, he's he is he is he. I would put him in the elite athlete category. He's an elite okay. athlete. So you're telling me that Jake Paul, in two years, has made up enough ground to surpass Woodley's elite athlete combat fighting the top one seventy years, being a top one seventy year in the world for five six years, and Jake Paul has passed like surpassed him in just a couple of years you don't think you know i mean jake paul's been doing this for a few years now woodley's been doing it for 12 15 years you know like that there's just something that doesn't there's just something that doesn't uh make sense with that and so when and so there's a very 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 simple way for Jake Paul, which I have not seen him do or offer to do yet. Yeah. There's a very simple way to erase all doubt. No, not at all. Not angry. Um, post the contract. Post the contract. I would, I would actually love to see that. Here, here's release another the, Release Tyron Woods, Woodley's contract. I would love to see that. Here, here's what, here's what, what another thing that kind of threw me off how how long have i been training zach a few months now yeah consistently the last two weeks but once a week twice a week here and there a little bit yeah i saw that coming from a mile away <laughs> you, you you can't tell me woodley did not see this well he did see this he did see the I, that's not a faint that's not a faint it it's uh it's it's I, I, I'm just saying, I'm not sure what exactly the deal was or the shenanigans or, or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. But, but regardless, Hey, Jake Paul, if you want to legitimize it and, and make it real, it's very simple. Have Tyron Woodley release his contract because here's the other thing. T Wood, there's a lot of rumors that on, you know, where he's at with things and, money and and things like that maybe you know maybe he wasn't responsible with his money and he left the ufc and he needs he needed another couple big paydays and you, you know what i mean i mean 
And and if that's the case, that's fine. If that's how he he sold his soul to the devil, and 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 if that's where if he can put a price tag on on that, that's fine. The sad thing is, is now he will be remembered that as the guy who lost to Jake Paul twice instead of at one point one of the top five welterweight champions of yeah. all time. He that he that should look right. sailed. He didn't even look right after he got up, and they were. And I know he just got his bell rung, but it just looked like. It looked to me more sad that he. That I can't believe I just did this. I can't. I can't believe I just did this. I can't believe I just. I can't believe I. I can't believe I actually did that. That's what I saw too. Yeah. Not. Not. I can't believe I got knocked out. It's can't believe I disappointed in himself. I did. I. I'm regretting signing that contract, saying that I would. That so so for people who are like no that's legit that was legit he went to sleep he put him to sleep I also oh, saw did. somebody that said that Woodley's chin was suspect all those rounds he lost in the UFC he never got knocked out no no the only stoppage I, I was Col- the only stoppage was Colby uh, well that's not true Vicente Luque submitted him submitted him but Colby hurt, but that was Colby a rib injury. hurt his rib it, right hurt his rib yeah 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 but you know. None of those guys knocked him out. Gilbert Burns didn't knock him out. Colby yeah. didn't knock him out. Vicente Luque didn't knock him out. Uh, it's, Usman didn't knock him out. You know, it's, so it's like, don't don't give me that nonsense. Like, I don't want to hear it. And here's the other thing. He literally fought on his way out, right? And he's over the hill and he's done and he's trash and he's this and that. He lost to four of the top six welterweights in the world. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's not like, it's, it's not like Connor who I'm like worried might not be able to beat anybody in the top 15. Like I, I still think he would beat some of the guys outside of the top 15 at the UFC level. So do you think that this was maybe a ploy from Jake's side to say, Hey, we don't want the Tommy Fury fight yet. Let's, let's pull back on that a little bit, reschedule it, get another big knockout. Now we build that Tommy Fury fight up even more now. Well, here's but here's the thing. At what point, at what point is I could be. But I think Connor I think everybody is the best. Oh boy. How do you feel Dude, about he, he, him calling out Usman Boswell, Connor and ADS? Connor's ridiculous he can, because he can call out whoever he can call out whoever he wants. It's it's entertainment, and that's what he's doing. That's right. And, I, and here's I, the other thing. Call me when he calls somebody out that's a free agent and not locked under the UFC's contract. He is calling out people that he is calling out people that he knows 100% can't take the fight. And to me that isn't even a real call out. I want to see the Tommy Fury fight cuz Tommy Fury can box. That's the fight I I want to see if that's a legit fight. I want to see him fight. That, to me that's a legit boxing match. Sure. But we'll see. I I, I don't know what I, I'm just. I have my opinions on it, and it just looked very highly. I, I'm not. Suspect. I'm not trying to say. I'm not trying to say. Christ I know what happened. I'm not Card, saying whatever. What, Card, what kind of weed do they have up there in Montana? He deserves Canelo, dude. Canelo would. He would hurt Paul. Like he would hurt him. I mean, it's entertainment, right? I mean, I watched. Oh, I watched. I didn't pay for I mean, it, but I watched. I, I, I was just going to say, I didn't pay for it, but I watched. Yeah. Oh. You know, um, and I wouldn't pay for it. Uh, yeah. I just, uh, I don't, I don't, 
There's just something that's just fishy. The Askren thing, fine. Dude, I there was a lot of suspicion that Askren took a dive, and, and I'm not convinced that he didn't as well. Set 500K to get knocked out and something that I don't care? Great. Marvin Vittori would murder Jake Paul. He's murder. not ready. Yeah. Again, he's still fighting people that he is significantly bigger than, too. That's true, too. Right? I mean, yeah. anybody knows when you're young into striking and stuff, one of the hardest things to figure out is how to fight somebody bigger and longer than you. Yeah. It's, it's oh, a, yeah. It's a, that's a, it's, uh, oh, we, it's not fun. We see, it in, we see it in amateur fights all the time. Yeah. I I mean, I'm finally getting comfortable finding my range against people longer than me, and I've been doing it for four and a half years. I'm not even good at it. I'm just getting to the point where I get comfortable with it. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to see Mike Tyson in there with any of them. I don't want to see old guys in there with them. No, I don't even want to see Belfort in there. No, can we get TRT Vitor? TRT Vitor, I, I, I wouldn't mind watching that. I, I would not mind watching that. that. <laughs> oh man, all right, let's talk about uh, so, Steel anyways, So, but that's the recap. That's you the want, recap, you, on, yeah. Want, but here's the thing I don't think he wants the buzz to go away or not if it's fixed or not because he's in the entertainment business and he just wants to he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. I don't hate it, it's all by design. I'm not hating it. Not hating on it. Um, no, dude, let's I, talk I, about still. I don't hate on people getting paid. They, oh, by the way, I do hate on this. Okay. As somebody that we give out sports picks around fighting and stuff like this, if, if there is something in that contract that says one way or the other, a no knockout clause, even, or, or this or that, or whatever. If those fights are in any way, shape, or form not on the up and up, anybody that lost money on those bets on those or won money on those, those bets should be 100%. That, that's I, actually the part where I think that they're really getting into a gray area is, no, this is a real sporting event. And then you look at it, it's like, is mm-hmm. it? And then people are hey. betting on it. And it's like, I don't know, man. Like, that's One, a dicey area. That's fraud. That's fraud. Another- one other thing I'm going to touch on that I'm going to got to give him credit for. He's also given some of these younger fighters an opportunity to be seen on these fight cards. You look at that. Um, was there Soriana Soriano, the girl that she fought great. Holy shit. And that's the second she's time she's been great. on there. She can box. She can throw down. I, that would, that I mean, she was, and she wasn't just walking through that chick. That chick was firing back and cracking her back, but that was, that was a fun, fun co-main right. event. So, I mean, Good for them to to, to getting out, getting some exposure out there, but it's it's still more of a circus to me. Yeah. Um. All right, let's go down to Steel Fist. Steel Fist fight night did not disappoint, as always. Uh. uh first fight of the night. Uh, I think this is off on Tapology, and I don't have the sheet here, but I have uh Christopher Anderson and Hector Martinez. They weren't the first fight of the night, were they? No. I don't think so either. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'll get on Facebook because I know Dutch and his group has. uh... Actually, I'll pull it up on here. I'm getting it. I'm getting it, guys. What's the name of Dutch's group? What's the name of Dutch's group? Fighting Fight News. Utah. Fighting out of Utah MMA News. Fighting out of Utah MMA News. Yeah, that's it. Okay, now we're good. All comments. 
Okay, so first fight of the night was Jake Konzal and Darren Orvin. Um, Jake Konzal wins it. He, he wins unanimous unanimous decision from 30-27. Next up was John Henderson and Caleb Montez. Second round K- TKO kids, stoppage. Those kids What's threw that? down pretty good. Yeah, they did. Upload. Oh, Scott Bowler just quit using topology. Sorry, Scott. <laughs> Quit using Tapology. Why doesn't Tapology is like a great resource? I love well, if, if MMA Reg has it. Oh, I got to sign up. Oh, I can't sign up right now, Scott. We're on the middle of a podcast. Um, Montez recording, second Scott. St- second round stoppage, um, and then things really, really started to get crazy because one of your teammates, Amon Garcia. Uh, defeats Asibio Salas, 17 seconds, first round. Highlight reel knockout. Okay. I mean, Highlight. I, I tried to tell people. I've tried to tell people how good Ammon is. And yeah. he had an unfortunate result in his first fight because he got hit with a wild punch. I'm not going to yeah, say lucky, got, but it was wild. And he yeah, got yeah. rocked and he got choked out. And I tell people all the time, he's tough. He is athletic. He is good. He is one of those people – he, he too. Also, he's, he is one of those people that people, it, it his he works hard, but it comes naturally to him yeah. as well. And he hits so hard. I'll, I'll admit it. He's the last person to knock me out in the gym. Is Ammon when we train together. And I remember he, you telling me, I remember he, you telling you that. He cracks and I try to tell people how hard he hit and he cracks and I think people are sleeping on him a little bit and I, you know, and, and he's one of those people we'll talk about him later. Some people are just made to fight in a cage and some people aren't right. And he is made for this and he is athletic and he fights with heart and he's tough. He's going to be a problem. You know, what's he, funny is when, when they were walking out and, uh, Solace walks out, right? I'm like, oh man, he's a Mexican fighter. He's he's coming in with the sombrero. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, oh shit, I better. I'm gonna text Zach and tell him, Evan, better watch out. You know, I was talking to Tyler and just messing around. And then 17 seconds later, I'm like, I'm glad I didn't hit send on that text, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I just well, we and we we always say things, and I, I tell everybody this, like, we, and it's good advice. But you know, when you're in a fight, be first, right? Be yes. First. And and he was fighting at his range and. Solace threw a nice one too, and it was just out of his range. And he stepped into that high kick and boom. <laughs> and I think it kind of rocked him a little bit. He came in with that one two, and it was over, dog. That was yeah. That was that was knockout. That, that was that yeah, was, that was yeah. Scott just said that was a catch weight at one sixty. So props to freaking uh, to Ammon on that one, man. Especially after his like you said after his last fight for him to fight a little adversity and come through. Impressive win. Yeah. Uh, next up. Russell Souza defeats Danny Seriano, first round TKO. So um, Souza, if I remember, it, Danny. Danny. It Danny, 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 sorry, Danny. Um, hey, Sosa comes in at short notice. I believe he was just a week. He came in like a week notice Less on that because he just fought two, three weeks ago. We just watched him kickboxing. fight uh, kickboxing. Um, if I remember right, he did not win that one, but that was a fun fight. A great back and forth in that. And yep. dude, he comes comes in and and gets a gets a big win. Yeah, man, it's it's really tough when so he he was on top of Denny 
and he got the TKO stoppage. But Denny was defending. I, I felt like Denny was defending pretty well. Didn't look like he was taking much damage in that. The stoppage was – but but here, here's the other side of it too. If you don't want the fight to get stopped when yeah. you're on bottom, you, you, you that's where like your jiu-jitsu and stuff has to come and play. Like you've got to do something to be able to look like you're at least attempting to uh, change the position. Yeah. Right. And, or, or alter the position, but just laying there covering and blocking the ref's going to stop it. He, he has left, shown a lot of, he has, he's shown a lot of improvements in his game though. Cause didn't Hot. you guys fought? Didn't you guys start? Yeah. He was worn three he times. Was to make him fight. He was yeah, and fight. you guys fought at two Oh five and now he's fighting at one seventy. Like yeah. he's, He's making yeah, improvements. That's I mean, and Dave is, he's vocal. If he needs to see something from you, he yeah. will tell you he needs to see something from you. And yeah. if you're saying, you know, move, advance your position, he, he wants to see that you're at least still trying. But just yeah. covering up and blocking is not a is is not intelligently defending yourself. Yeah. I you know, should I'm cover glad. up and block until the guy gets tired from punching you. Yeah. I'm glad Scott's watching because I'm I got a question on the next couple fights that i want yeah. his input on i think you know which one to fight i'm talking about too yeah um so shout out to russell sosa chris anderson with a slick first round inverted triangle on hector martinez um yeah, yeah that was that was slick uh chow wing defeats james colvin's second round verbal submission i didn't actually see that what happened i was kind of blocked in my view but dude wayne's wayne is making causing some waves too James Colvin too is uh he said he just gassed out and he, he wants he's ready to get back in there he said as soon as he can work on some cardio so that's yeah. fun uh and then it looks like it, so Jordan Gonzalez got the win against um Joseph Morales and just reading the thing it's it looks like he hurt his shoulder uh, Morales hurt his shoulder so the second round TKO stoppage for uh Jordan Gonzalez he's fun to watch too He's fun. Both He's a fun them. kid to watch too. Yeah, yeah. Both Very guys, great fight. fight. Um, next fight up was Jordan O'Shea defeats uh, our boy Fiji. Third round TKO. Great back and forth. Um, rear naked choke. Rear naked choke. Yeah, yes. Rear naked choke. Um, the question I had for Scott was: there was a stoppage in that fight when O'Shea went for the takedown oh, and yeah. Fiji fell back, and he his head did hit hit the post, but. I was wondering why there was a stoppage there. Like, should there have been a stoppage or I, I don't so, know. What was your take on it? Did it, did it seem strange to you? No idea. I would love to hear Scott's. Like, I, I tried to message. Um, I tried to message Dutch a little bit and, and I just, it was the middle of the night and I know he's repping. So, yeah, or, yeah. or, or judging, judging. Um, the, so that the, was one thing I wanted to stop is I, I was curious on that stoppage. Cause he hit his, he did hit his head hard, but it, wouldn't that be part of the cage or yeah, was there something know. there that wasn't supposed to be that he hit his head on? Hopefully, I, hopefully Scott can get back to us on that or Dutch is watching or somebody. And, and they but, don't have to comment on here or maybe yeah. just message us and let us know that it just seemed like I, from my point of view, it was like, maybe it's that should have been, right? yeah, been a TKO, but part of the environment. Um, that fight, I really feel like was, you know, we love Fiji. Like, you know, we, we support him and sponsor him and, uh, and, uh, he's one of our guys, but you know, that was a really good fight for him in, in a lot of aspects. One, he fought somebody that was size wise, pretty good size matchup, right? Two really big boys. 
Two, he fought somebody that was probably a little bit more athletic than he was, and he's probably not yeah. used to that too much. And yeah. uh, Jordan, right, O'Shea? Jordan O'Shea, yep. He is um, extremely ath- athletic for his size, for just athletic in general. And his skills with his kicks and that Taekwondo background and that, that point fighting background was impressive. You don't really see um, we, we don't really see too often heavyweights, two heavyweights skillfully moving the way that they do. And they fought a really good fight and amateur is all for learning. Right. And that, I mean, that literally tested Fiji everywhere. Right. O'Shea tried to take him down, his takedown defense, his grappling, um, fighting another guy, uh, fighting another guy that, um, could stand and bang with him a little bit. And going into the third round, like, I mean, checks all the boxes of when getting experience as an amateur of what you need before you go pro. I would have, I win or lose, I think that that was a phenomenal fight for Fiji and props to Jordan. I mean, I don't know what Steelfist's plans for him are, but I would, I would, I would, I want to see him and Zeke now. Zeke was in attendance and Zeke said, I'm coming to watch this hey, fight because him and him, so I can read them now, please. So yeah, the, Zeke was in attendance and he said that they were, they were actually scheduled to fight him and O'Shea. That so Hey, if I'm, if I'm Pat, cool. I'm Kevin. No, that makes sense. I'm making Dude, that match. By the way, I don't hate it right now. I don't hate the stoppage either. If he hit his no. middle part and cause I mean, who wants to win via knockout because your opponent hit, part of the cage but, that should have been covered that wasn't or but it was you know. covered though it, everything was fine it i think it was just the way he fell because O'Shea's a genuine. big guy and he charged in and that was a i mean in fiji the way he fell and hit his head i, I mean yeah. it, at the end of the day it's an amateur fight i i, I don't i don't hate it yeah there's no i, I, I don't, I don't hate have it any issue i don't have any issue with it and like scott but, said it, the, the ref is the third guy in there it's his discretion like yeah, if he felt like that was something that needed to happen. It needed to happen. It was an awkward fight. Yeah, that's what I thought too. It, it was it was strange. I almost messaged Scott, yeah. and I was like, nah, I don't want to message him on the night of the fight. I figured we we would talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, get back but to you anyway. Yeah, thanks, Scott. Appreciate the uh, appreciate the information as always, yeah, brother. I, thought, I, I I don't hate it. So it was kind of yeah, that's cool. Yeah, fighter safety's moment as it should be. Yes, sir. Uh, next up, Adam easily defeats Juan Alcantar. Look, man, Juan, Juan always brings it, always brings excitement, but Adam was just on another level, man. He was just, Adam's in my good. opinion, he's he's good. He's legit. He's been um, around for a he, long time. He used his range, those foot sweeps. He kept, he was setting everything up he wanted to set up. Um, and this isn't taking anything away from Juan because I know he, he likes to bring it. He's exciting. And he, and look, he even said he hasn't been training at a gym. He's he's gonna go start getting trained. Made a post yeah, about I it. Think he's Juan gonna could move down to even one forty five and do really well. Oh, a hundred percent. Oh, a hundred percent. So I mean, no discredit to him, but all the credit in the world to Adam because he looked he looked impressive in that. Yeah. Um. And then co-main event, and before we even get into this, because I know we're gonna give all the praise to, to Cole in the world because he's our boy and all, but I just want to give a huge shout out to Austin Mansky for one taking that fight on short notice when nobody in the state or out of state, Kai Stewart would take that fight <laughs> on sh- on short notice against our boy Cole Faust and Austin stepped in and look, he, he took the fight to Cole. He, he wasn't afraid. He was, he was confident in there and, and 
he he looked impressive, and I think he's going to be a name that people better recognize and better watch out for. That he's I think he's going to be a name that people are going to start dodging on that that one fifty five list. So, but he, so Austin, that was only his Austin. Very similar to Fiji. Yeah. He needed that. Right? That's a that's a fight for him. That's a that's a measuring stick. It's for, a great measuring stick. And you know, it, it for him, there was no downside for taking that fight. No, One, not at you all. Get, you get to test yourself against the best in the state. Two, yeah. you know, if you pull off the upset win, great. And three, if you lose, you'll you'll at least fill the gap of okay, he's the top. Like where where you know? And by the way, you ready for the fight? Yeah, make the fight for Silfist. Not right away, but but maybe next. Aaron Garcia for Austin Mansky, I believe, will fight one day for that one fifty five pound belt when Cole moves on. Oh yeah, that's right, Scott. That's right. All right. I still want to give him shit though, Scott. <laughs> yeah, just tell us. Um, but no, but, but you know what I mean? Like he, that, that's the like like those those two guys, we just saw those two guys. Like I didn't I mean Austin was Austin was tough. No, he was tough. I, I thought he, he didn't he, make it easy on Cole. I mean, he got oh. rocked right away and he still kept coming forward. Cole caught him with a pretty good one too, right at the beginning. And he, the kid didn't stop, man. The kid's got a lot of heart, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him back in there again. Yeah, it's, it, it's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be hard. It's, it's gonna be hard for, it's, it's gonna be hard for anybody fighting Cole. I mean, obviously, I mean, I was in his corner. Very grateful to be in his corner. Teammates sponsor him. Everything. I spar with Cole. <laughs> Yeah, I bet. I mean, they're all they're all good, but um, it's just you know it. The ki- the kid's special, and if anybody and if and if anybody thinks that that they're they're gonna they're gonna step in that still fist cage and and beat him, um, they they better be special too. He is, uh, yeah, he, he's he's a special kid. I loved his his post fight interview when he's like, "Hey, I was born in the wrong era. I should have been a gladiator," and he we. We had a whole conversation about that the night before. And, you know, there are some people that he he is cut, you know, like Michael Chandler and Gaethje, when they talk about it, Cole yeah. was cut from that cloth. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't think people on, I don't, and, and I'm not, and it's not my place to give away the secrets. But when I say that kid doesn't take any shortcuts, I I mean it. That no. kid doesn't take any shortcuts. No. Why, he, he, why, why people are, you know, you know, drinking or whatever. He's not, you know, why people are doing whatever he's training. I mean, he'll be teaching his wrestling class at one hit tonight. I mean, we're, he's, when when you talk about, we, me and you use the phrase all the time. Yeah. We're evaluating fighters and projecting their future in our own conversations. And we talk about being all in or not. Yep. He's the definition of all in. He is the definition of all in. There's probably a handful of fighters in Utah right now that we could probably name that are, I feel that are all in. And, he, and when, when I talk, we talk about all top. in, checking all the boxes, right? Training every day. Yep. Doing their own cardio on top of it, doing their own weight, weight, you know, strength and conditioning training. 
nutrition, always nutrition. on point. Not, not, not getting, you know, if you're a 170 or and getting up to 210, 215, are you really, you know what I mean? Like, that's not, you know, like always, you know, checking all those boxes, still being a human being, but checking all those boxes. It's, 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 uh, it's having and he's, and he's, the discipline is, is it's not easy. It's different. And if anybody wants to really beat Cole, in, in my opinion, they're going to have to be all in themselves or else they're, they're just, they're just trying to, they're trying to cash in on that one, one out of 10 chance that they catch him. Yeah. He, uh, I'm not, and I'm not trying to discredit anybody else. He's no, I mean, the I, last three guys that he's fought have been tough and talented in their own right. Adam but, Easley. We just saw what Adam Easley could do. Yeah, I mean Adam, is good. but guess, but here's the other, but here's the other thing too, and this is not to discredit any of us because not a, as many of us are in the situation that Cole's in, but he's in that by design, you know. But if you're working yeah. a full time job and trying to train and do your nutrition and, and all that type of stuff, the reality is, he's just putting in more work than you are, because guess what? I mean, yeah, he's going to school, but he is also doing. I mean, his day, everything revolves around his MMA career. If you are working a construction job or you're an insurance agent or you're doing some other job, you're sitting in an office, you're, you're driving a truck, you're doing whatever. I'm not saying you're doing anything wrong, but I am saying he is just making that gap further and further. Yep. Yeah. And and Mason just brought up a good point, too. And he's so humble, too. I mean, we got to spend a couple of days with him out in California over the summer. And that's the first time I really got to spend time with him. And, and he's just, just a, just a good kid, man. Just good young he's man. A good person. I mean, he's there, a good kid. I'm not, I'm obviously again, I'm not going to say names, but we've been around people that are, that people kind of like and look up to in the MMA yeah. community um, or in the public eye. And then you like spend like 10 minutes with them and it's kind of yeah. like, what a prick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and me and you could both name a couple of those guys. Yeah. And, 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 it, and I promise the guy I'm thinking of nobody, Probably even Jason, not even know, but like he's somebody. Like I saw a couple of Facebook posts even about the the certain person over the weekend about how cool he is or whatever. And we've had just a couple interactions with him, and it, it's like I, I don't think he's a good person. I think he's a prick. Like you know, and Cole is the epitome of he's nice, Scott. I would never call you a hey Scott. You know what? I'll call it to your face. You prick. No, I'm just. Kidding. Uh, I love Scott, but yeah, but you know what I mean, like. He, you know, yeah. if you go meet Cole, it doesn't matter if, you know, you're some random person at EOS getting a lift in and you see him there, dude, he'll say hi to you. He'll smile. Like he, he, he never, I've never seen him big time anybody. I've never seen him, you know, he's oh. kids love him because he engages with him. He went to a, a kid that trains at our gym. He went to his birthday party and hung out with them. That's pretty cool, man. You know what I mean? Like he got invited and he went like he, he's the best. He's the best. And oh, well, by so the way, in the next? cage, he's the best amateur fighter in the state of Utah, pound for pound. Love to see an argument. What's next? Where does he go next? Well, one, or two, one or two more amateur fights? I mean, he doesn't need to rush. Well, I, I mean, hey, Sam Sam Medell, right? He he wanted to fight, asked for the fight. The only reason why he didn't fight is because he wanted to fight. He had a, like a cyst or something a on his neck. Yeah, yeah, on his neck. He yeah, thought yeah. he could just get drained and fight. And the doctor said, no, 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 we got to cut that thing out stitches, whatever, couldn't get cleared to fight. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I 
props to him. I, I would imagine they, they try and make that happen. I, I, and I'm not, I haven't talked to anybody. I'm just speculating. I would speculate a very, because Steel Fist does this really well, where the, if, you know, they, they have their guys that, you know, like Cole is loyal to Steel Fist as he should be with their relationships. Yep. And, and, you know, they will fly people in or bring people in for Cole. I would imagine if not the Sam fight next, right after that, or maybe next, you will see a very, very tough opponent. Another guy that's high in the topology rankings, if you will, or whatever that, that gets, if any of them take the fight is going to get brought to Salt Lake city to, to, to try and dethrone the champ. And good luck. Yeah. There's Aldo would say good luck. Yeah. There's one name that I would love to see him fight that I think would be. A, I actually did bring that up. I actually did bring that up. And the only uh, thing that I hate about that yes, is we like both of them, but I, they are on each other's radar. Yeah. Because that, to me, that fight is, that's, that's, that's pay-per-view main event stuff right there. Those two, because both of those guys we're going to see at the next level. Absolutely. I, I, yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah, props to props to Cole and, and and mad props to Austin too. Um, next up, Nino Janow and Calvin Parrington. What a, dude, what a great back and forth fight. Those two were going at it. Those two were going at it. Um, we knew that fight was gonna be good because they're dogs. I I'll me- I'll message you, Scott. We'll message you, Scott. We went to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah, we knew both these guys were gonna be dogs. We saw Calvin Parrington take a short notice fight against Cole. Um, but man, Nino is just, and and we, we've seen Nino fight before and we knew what he was going to bring to the table, but he, he's a beast, man. That guy is scary at 170. Yeah. And Calvin again is a 155er again, that was fighting out of weight class. Yeah. What's crazy is, is he's a big guy. Cause I've, I've stood next to him before I talked to him before his Cole fight. Yeah. And he's a, and he's, he's a big guy. If he nails his nutrition down and and makes and can get to that lean one fifty five, dude, he he would be scary, man. He would be scary, kid. You're welcome, BG. Yeah. Hey, but sp- I I mean I like if I'm Nino though. I mean that's a guy that. I mean, there's some really fun fights at one seventy here locally for him. Even I wanted to get him on the podcast, but he's like a ghost online. Joey, have Nino. Joey, get Nino to freaking text me next time. Get on the podcast or give him my phone number or something. Message Talk me. for a minute. Talk for a yeah. Minute. We need to definitely get him back on there. Fiji, your shorts turned out freaking dope. And shout out to Mrs. Fiji for calling you out yesterday. How about that? I like it. Fiji, we're gonna get your nutrition lined up. You're gonna be a whole new different fighter, bro. Whole new different fighter. Um, but yeah, anyways, shout out to Nino. Steel Fist never disappoints. That was a great card. Um, yeah, he does move in silence. We had him on the podcast before his last fight, and I don't even remember how we got a hold of him, but maybe he was on Facebook by then. Yeah, he he's definitely a quiet, silent assassin. Good, good kid, man. Uh then we had some steel fist fights on not steel fist UFC. I'm still hot riding high off that steel fist night. Uh, we had UFC fight night, Vegas. And 
we did pretty well. If you listen to the podcast, our picks did pretty well. First fight of the night was Jordan the Monkey King Levitt versus Matt Salis. And if you listen to the podcast, Zach and I were both very high on Jordan Levitt. That, was my, first, that was my first bet of the night. That was Zach's first bet of the night. And I think he was just on another level than Salis. No, no disrespect well, grappling, to Salis. Grappling wise, wasn't even close. As soon as I saw uh, the way Matt looked at like the weigh-ins and saw him in the cage, it was like, he ain't ready. He's not at that level. You're not ready for that Monkey King energy. Not ready for the Monkey King. Uh, next up, we had Dante Mays and Josh Parisian. I think we knew where this one was going to go. Dante Mays with the win. Next up, we had Rocky Pennington and Macy Chazon. I actually went with Chazon on that one. I, I told you, dude, I wanted I, to pick Macy. I wanted I to, but Pennington only loses to champions. She That's does. all she loses to. And she and Chaza didn't do bad. She didn't do bad. She just who was, Macy? Yeah, she didn't do bad. She, she did just, great. Yeah, she's just one level. Dude, there. When's the when's the last time you've seen two one thirty five girls just sit there and chunk leather the way they were at each? No, that was awesome. That was it a fun was fight. Great. That dude. That was a great fight. And if you're Macy again, that's another loss that you learn and grow from to be like, okay, that's where that levels at, dude. Rocky's yeah. like. I, I know she's not even a ranked person girl right now, though. But like, if you're gonna beat her, you got you got to be tough as nails. And it's like, okay, that's where I have to dig to to be able to beat somebody like her to start cracking into the top ten. Yeah, so good win on there, Charles Air Jordan and Andre Yule. I think we both knew that that was yeah. a fun fight too. Jordan is terrifying. He's terrifying. Yeah, he's good. He's Yule good. He's tough, legit. Though. Um. I think you took your first L on this one, and then Melissa Gatto and Charge Eubanks. Dude, Gatto's legit. So I was so happy the first time when I saw Gatto take down Sarge, and she just was outmuscled her and like rolled her and got on top. I was like, "Yeah, this is how it. Yeah, like this is how I saw it happening." And second round came. Nope. I the the, the only difference is because I agreed. I I agreed like Sarge, and I I kind of assumed that that was going to happen. Gatto fought very well off her back. She was a she was not just sitting there and letting Sarge just have her way. Um, but then, yeah, that second round came, and it's just like, dude, she's she's scary at one twenty five. Yeah, uh, Justin Taffa, Harry Hutzinger, Hutz Hunsake Sucker. I don't know yeah. why we went with Harry, but hey, oh well, I don't well, hate it. I, I'm, well, I know well, why. I'm not, I'm I know why we did. Yeah, yeah. Here, here's just the problem, and I'm friends with Harry on Facebook and. And I follow him, and I think he works hard and stuff like that. There, there's just—I mean, it's just there, there. There's some guys that are just big, and they get to that level because the UFC needs heavyweights, and and he's yeah. a big guy, kind of like Josh Parisian. Yeah, fair, right? Very fair. Here's the other Very thing. fair. Hey, Tafa. I, I don't know. I, I hate watching a guy miss weight at heavyweight and then get celebrated on a highlight, like on this big knockout. It's like. Dude, I'm not a fan. This weight at 265. Like, I'm not giving you any props, dog. Sorry. Yeah. You you know me. And guess what? Not... I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bet against him next time too. Yeah. So next up, we had GM3 and Dustin Stoltzvus. I actually Nailed that. totally missed that fight, but I did pick GM3 by submission, and it happened. From what I read, though, he was actually losing the fight. From what I read, did you watch it? Did you see the fight? Yes, because he was. What it sounded. Fight. What it sounds like, Dustin was giving it to him, and, and he ended up getting caught. So either way, my bank account. Though. 
that that's the thing when you have a veteran like GM three, that's been in there for as long as he has, like, yeah, you can never count him out. My bank account is now a little bit richer because of that. So cash it. And I got it at plus money too. Raiders are up seven to nothing, by the way. That game's already started. Yeah. Started at three o'clock. It's almost halftime. What the heck? Yeah. Uh, next up, Cub Swanson, Darren Elkins. I think we called that. Cub is just Darren oh, Elkins. I, oh yeah, dude. I was all over Cub. I love the post fight interview. Cub Swanson said, "You know, uh, maybe me and Uriah can fight for to see who the king of Cali really is." I was like, "Ooh, I actually kind of like that." Isn't that the like the perfect retirement fight? Yes, he said that they're actually building a, a new stadium in his hometown. Is it Santa Clara? Is that where he's from? He's from SoCal, obviously, and I'm probably butchering it. Palm Springs area, it says on Tapology. Um, nice. Either way, dude, give me that all day long. Uh-huh. If they ever, if they ever have fights back in California. But he looked good. Data seems like he's pretty okay not having it. Uh, next up, we had Gamra and Diego Ferreira. Uh, Gamra, he's I was he's wrong on that one. You were on Gamra. I was on Fiera. I just said that's a big step up. I don't know if he's ready for it, so I picked Ferreira. Okay, I well, didn't he's hate ready. He's he's re- well, dude. He's twenty this. and one now. He's ready, dude. The this freaking one fifty five division is just. Dude, how would you like to be fighting in a lightweight in the UFC right now? I don't know. We'll ask Cole Faust in a few years. Like Gamrot's not even not even ranked. He's not even ranked. There's we'll Armand Shakarian. Diego Ferreira was 12. You got Fazeev. You got Gillespie. I don't care about McGregor. Hooker's dropping down, so I don't care about that. Uh, who knows about Ferguson, but we got RDA, Chandler, Islam, Darush. Dude, that it's just such a freaking great division cub in anaheim yeah yeah i knew Arias in, in sacramento oh scott i should i should tell you the story but yeah i can't say it online but <laughs> oh man um all right let's get back to that let's get back to the fights so ricky simone and rafael sensau we were all over that all over ricky simone oh, on that one up, Tony? uh amanda lamos and angela hill what is up with Angela Hill and all these split decision losses? I actually thought she won the fight, honestly, watching it live. I was like, I kind of think she won. Yeah. Mm. Fractured Fox says he'll fight in the UFC 155. How much to show? You got to ask Uncle Dana that, brother. For you, $400. Four, four and four. Four and four. Uh, yeah, I was, I, I to be honest, I wasn't that impressed with Lamos for his yeah. Did you think it would? Do you think it went the right way? Did you agree with the decision? No. What was? Uh... You know, if I was a judge, I'd probably was talk Angela Hill minus one right off the bat just for her annoying voice. Oh yeah, she was the one. That's right. She was the one where grandparents got abducted by aliens. That's right. The aliens are tampering. She can never win. You know, here's what I the one score that I control. The one score that I didn't agree with is I did 30. not think 3027. That was uh, Doug Crosby had at 3027. Uh Mike Bell and Camillo 29 28 28 29 respectively. 
But looking at um, MMADecisions.com, one, because the, you can see the media, how, how the media like Sure Dog, Bloody Elbow, MMA Junkie, they can all submit well, who, how they think the fight went. Only one person had Lamos on there. Everybody else had Hill on there. Yeah. Either way, but um, Bilal Muhammad, Stephen Thompson, once again. Oh, stop it. Quit acting like you get out of here. <laughs> I just had a feeling on that one. I can't say I, I can't say I told you so on that one. I just it was just a okay. it was just a gut feeling. It really was. So I was watching that fight, and you don't you don't know until you don't know. But uh to me, you know what that fight was? That that was Father Time tapping Stephen Thompson on the shoulder saying it's time, dog. I think so too. Because yeah. I think Stephen Thompson just even three or four years ago pieces up Bilal Muhammad. Bilal's like, greedy, man. I mean, no, he is, but I mean, dude, T Wood is the champ, couldn't do that, couldn't wrestle Stephen Thompson like that. You, you know what I'm I mean? Really like, talking about- dude, everybody, everybody tries to wrestle Stephen Wonderboy Thompson like that. And now what? Is Bilal the second coming of Khabib? Get out of here. Here, so then, does. Here's what I don't like at all. Bilal comes in the pit post fight interview after getting his, you know what, beat by Leon Edwards until he got poked in the eye, until the eye poke, right? Yeah. And he's trying to make a case for why he should jump Leon in the, and be next for the title. Let them run it back. Let him run it back. You didn't want to before, but now, now let's do it. Yeah. I let him, let him run the back. What does what does Thompson do? Does, can Thompson can Thompson still hang with anybody in the top ten? He can hang with anybody that's willing to stand and strike with him, or doesn't have high level wrestling. Because Bilal is gritty and he has high level grappling. So maybe like a Masvidal? That not enough attention for that, right? There's I don't think enough people would be interested in that. Masvidal, I think, needs a bigger fight. I agree, though. Dude, let, I think let, Masvidal, let Masvidal and Wonderboy run it back. Masvidal, Wonderboy, or I still want to see Masvidal Edwards. I just, that's that's the one I want to see. Didn't it look like Nate Diaz when he freaking flinched at that guy? I could have swore that was freaking Leon Edwards. Somebody said it was a Bellator fighter. That was funny. Nate and Wonderboy. There you go, Scott. Look at Scott be a matchmaker. Scott, I don't think Nate. That's his roots. Uh, all right, I main event that. time. I do like Derek, Derek Lewis and Chris Dawkins. We knew it, we knew it was going to happen, bro. I was, was all happen. over it. I just thought it would take him a few extra rounds. Dude, Dawkins wasn't afraid to try to exchange with him, and he no. Got Dude, Derek Lewis, I, I, his post fight interviews are. Did you see the dude try to do a cuppy? Not a shoe. He tried to do a cuppy. Oh, to drink foul. Oh. Oh, he throws Derek Lewis throws his cup in the audience, and some guy takes it. And he, I think he's I, I I didn't see it, oh. but I just heard somebody say he tried to like, <laughs> take dude, bro, not good. To each their own. I don't know what people are into. Do your thing. Some stuff should just be kept behind closed doors, and that's one of them. <laughs> that's just one of them. Did you see when they asked he's the, okay. when they told Derek when they told Derek Lewis he's like hey you should be ready because of all the stuff that's going on right now we might have a dropout in the game and um, Francis fight so you know keep your phone on and he's he like never beats either of those guys but he's like man I guess like 
He's like, I just told you guys I didn't want to do a five round fight. He's like, if it's three rounds, yeah, I'll do it. I just, how can you not love that guy? He's great. He's great on the mic. Who, but here's the problem. Who do you give to him? They just gave him a big up and coming. Is he going to just knock down all of him and Tom Aspinall next? Maybe. Tom Aspinall is kind of in that same um, ranges. It kind of ranges. Dawkins is if he can keep his, if he's at that level, like a game that can keep his distance and is smart. Is he, is Tom Aspinall that guy? Or does he get caught? I I think Aspinall better than Dawkins. I do too. I I think he's a little more athletic than, than Dawkins. Um, but yeah, man, the Black Beast getting it done. What is he? How many KOs? How many KOs does he have right now? A billion. Um, uh, yeah, I, we did see that. We were just talking about that about Nate <laughs> flinching. Yeah, it was, that, I think that has somebody, Tony written all over it. Tony, think, Tony does stuff like that. Yeah, I think somebody said, almost positive, somebody said it was a Bellator fighter, not AJ McKee. It was like some lower level. Man, could you be a professional fighter and Nate Diaz walks by and punks you like that? Can you and you don't just flinch, you freaking spill your beer and now it's all over Twitter and you're getting memes made out of you. And that's funny. Okay. Crazy. Hey, okay. 2021 recap. 2021 recap. You got our list. This is our last podcast of the year. Oh, Scott's gonna find out who it was. Just a little name drop there, Scott Bowler. Just texting Nate. Hey, Scott, see if you can get Nate Diaz to come on our podcast. Get him on the podcast. Hey, we are one of the top 50 podcasts in the nation, MMA podcasts, that you should be listening to. Just say it. I was going to say that. I didn't make the list. everybody, because that was cool. (laughs) That was pretty cool. Um, Yeah, let's see see the year in review. How did we do? I don't even know who I picked, but you're going to give me my list. No, I I don't. I I thought I had the list. I think when we moved, I think we lost it. I know I was wrong because I I picked Wonderboy to be the 170 champ by the end of this year. I was for sure wrong on that. I do remember I was, I believe I was right. I had Moreno and you had Figgy as the 125 champ. Yeah, I do remember that. Okay. I also had Cody Garbrandt as the 135 champ. That didn't age well at all. No. Um, I had Max as the 145 champ. That didn't age well. I don't know, but hey, I but now that we have the podcast studio and it's like we're like locked in at this place, I, I'm I'm writing it down. Okay. So are we going to do our predictions for next? We're gonna yep. we're gonna okay. So we're ending on end of 2022. Who's your 115 pound division champ? 115 pound champ. That would be. Uh, that's flyweight, right? So yep. Shev- Shevchenko, nah, it's Shevchenko. No, Rose, that's Rose's division. That's strawweight, then, right? Oh, strawweight. I'm sorry, strawweight. My yeah, bad. strawweight. Um, ooh, this is this one's tough because there's some killers coming up in here. I'm gonna still, I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna go with Rose. I'm gonna stay with I Rose as well. I think Rose is still the champ at the end of. Next but there's year. people. There's there is women nipping at her heels coming up in that. Well, division. I because I, I I think you have to make the fight with her and Carlos Esparza. That's got has to happen. And then I wouldn't be surprised if she fights that other Chinese girl, the Yane. Okay. I like, yeah. By the yep. end of the year as well. Okay. I'm so, in. But we're both on Rose. Okay. Both on Rose. Um, 125 
Valentina. No, mark it it's in. not even close. I, I don't even think there's anybody coming up that I can see challenging her. Um, just looking, just looking. I will Farouk. tell you the girl, the, the, the man on Farouk, but I still think she's a little bit. The girl that gives her a fight. Santos. Um, I don't think there's anybody in the top 10 right now. Nope. You're right. It's not, there's nobody, there's nobody, but, but the, at the bottom, I could see if when we do this list at the end of next year, you could see maybe. a couple of these other girls popping up there. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Bantamweight. Who is your bantamweight champion at the end of 2022? Female. My ban female bantamweight is, uh, sorry, I'm looking at all the list. Pena is there. <sighs> this one is tough because we just, there's so much we don't know yet. Are her and Nunez going to run it back? Yep. Nunez is going to be your champ. You got Amanda's regaining her throne? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because um, I think she'll be, I think she'll fight smarter. I think she knows if this rematch happens. So I think that that was a, uh, hold on. I actually think that was more mental than it was physical for Nunez. And because of that, hold on, hold on, hold, hold, up. hold on. Hold up. Wait a minute. Who's going to be Penny? Penny. I'm going to go out a limb on this one. Go do it. I don't think the champion is Juliana Pena or Amanda Nunez. Ooh, who you got, Doug? Rocky? I think I think you're going to see Holly Holm as the champion again by the end of the year. Really? She's going to make one more run. Okay. I think stylistically, um, Juliana Pena is that is a tough fight for Juliana. If Holly okay. could get because Holly couldn't really get back to the title picture anyways with Amanda there. She's Oh, move back uh, yeah, I'm going to Scott. Valentina's being champ champ by the end of the year. I'm going to Scott. Ooh, I might have to change my pick. I like that too. Great, great call, Scott. I think I like that. Too. I do think Pena beats Nunez in the rematch again. And I think Valentina comes up and beats uh yeah, and beats. That's a great Scott. The, the Scott coming clutch, coming in clutch today. All right, I'm in. I'm in. Change mine. I'm in Valentina. Champ champ. Okay, I'm going Valentina or Holm. I'm 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 putting an asterisk next to. You that. have to make a decision, Zach. This is. Hey, you can't be. Hey, I don't, I don't know. Well, flip flopper and picks I've ever met in my life. You will make picks on this podcast and yeah, bet on the is, other person the next day. You don't get yeah, to tell me about making a decision, sir. That's only when I don't watch the face-offs. I always change my pick after I watch the face-offs. Yeah. This is the end of the year. You have to be solid. You have to say this is who I want. This is who my pick is. All right, next up. Who's up? Screw What's you. next? I'll do whatever I want. <laughs> hey, you ready? Featherweight yep. champ? Featherweight champ. Kayla Harrison. Ooh. Kayla Harrison making her debut. Okay. I don't hate it. 
Hang on, I'm with you. Kayla Harrison. No, Kayla Harrison. I'll go with it if she gets signed with the UFC. If not, I. I'm okay. I'm just predicting. I'm predicting she gets signed. I'm predicting her Nunez fight after Nunez loses to Pena, and I'm predicting Nunez is retired after losing three fights in a row. Okay, I like it. She's gonna learn from Connor's mistakes and retire when she should. All right. What do you got next? Your UFC flyweight men's flyweight champion. Oh, this is so tough. This is so oh. easy for me. I think Moreno's gonna win. I think he's gonna win in January. The question is, does he beat Askarov or Pantoja? Well, I think Askarov and Kaikara France is the next eliminator fight, is what it should That's be. the next eliminator, but and Pantoja's right there. I, I'm, I'm gonna go with I'm I'm sticking with Moreno. Yeah, I'm sticking with Moreno. I'm sticking with well. Moreno. Yeah. I, I actually just think he's better than those guys, and he's still getting better. Yeah, I think so too. Who's your bantamweight champion? Algermaine Sterling. Jan. Jan. Jan? Yep. Jan. Okay, you ready? Yep. It, it's going to be weird. It's, it's going to be weird how it happens. Okay, let's hear it. I think Jose Aldo's the champ. I don't hate it, but I don't see him being Jan. I don't think he's going to have to. Who's going to beat Jan? TJ Dillashaw. I don't think that's going to happen either. Okay. But I, 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 I'm picking up what you're throwing down. By the way, if Jose Aldo beats anybody else next, he gets a rematch with Jan. I think <sighs> you got to give it to him. And he looked. He looked the best he's ever looked, I think, in his last fight. The last couple of fights, he's looked phenomenal. And he did it, but then he did it for five rounds. Yeah. He scary. beat the brakes off Rob Fox. Oh, you freaking stop it. Sean O'Malley, let's just put this on there. Sean O'Malley's not going to fight a top 10 guy before the end of 2022. How about That's that? That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. You think he, he'll fight? Who is he going to fight? He'll fight one top 10 guy in 2022. Pedro Munoz is top 10. I see that. I could see him and Dominic Cruz fighting. He lights Dominic Cruz up. Like a Christmas tree. Yep. All right. Next up. Who you got? Featherweight. Who we got? Featherweight. Volk. I'm staying with Volk until he gets dethroned. Oh, never mind. Scratch that. Into 2022, Gigay is going to be your champ. Giga's You're so champ. dumb. I can't. Yeah. I'm. I hate you so much. I'm doing it. I'm saying it. I. I'm on the Giga train, man. I'm on it. Okay, you're on the Giga train. I He's beating Cater. And... I am gonna go ahead. I... You're wrong. Yeah, you're, you're wrong. I'm sorry. I'm staying. <laughs> I'm staying. <laughs> The way he beat Brian Ortega I know. got out of the triangle guillotine. He didn't lose He beat I, Max Holloway twice. The one second one was questionable. But the way he beat Ortega, no, I'm staying Volk. Get I, out he, of here. I, 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 I get it. Get out. I don't hate it. It's either him or Max Holloway. It. It's either him or Max Holloway. And I don't I don't think Max is super I, interested in fighting him again right now. Yeah. I'm going Gige. So how about this? How about Gige is going to beat Cater? So how about then Gige and Max? Good. Let's do that. Because then my boy Max is going to end your hype train. That's going to be our next big bet. 
kick to the balls. Mark it. Book it. No, we're not doing kick to the balls. I would love no. to. No. If I get a no, kick you in the no. balls because I'm because Giga loses, that would be so gratifying for me. No. No. We'll come up with something. We'll come up with something really good for that one. But I'm all in on that fight. <laughs> I have somebody come in and goes, who's drinking beer at the office? <laughs> the Corona, empty Corona can is in the garbage in the gar in the restaurant. Oh, I there. love it. I love it. Oh, man. All right. What are we on? Lightweight now? Yeah. Who is your lightweight champion at the end of 2022? <laughs> See, yeah, Dutch, right? He does, doesn't he? <laughs> I there's only one answer to this. I know who you're thinking, and I I I'm you, staying with you Dubronx. Can be right I'm or riding you can be du- wrong, but there's only I'm riding Dubronx. I am riding Dubronx. I'm riding the wave. I'm riding the wave. That's another easy dub for me. You think it's Islam? He's got to get yeah, past I Benny, dude. Wrong. Are you kidding me? Who's beating that guy for real? Dubronx is beating him. Get out of here. Charles is fighting at a very high level right now. Very high level. You're out of your And it's mind. not like Islam hasn't been beat before. He got caught once with a punch. You're talking a high-level Dubronx who is like, I'm staying with him. I'm staying with him. It's my I pick. have a question. When Vegas, the lines come out and Dubronx is an underdog, how much money are you going to lose on him to Islam? 20 bucks. Okay, that's fair. Two units. Two units. You're not going 10 unit max play? No, I'm not that <laughs> stupid with that idiot on TikTok doing 50 units on this. I'm like, did I tell you that guy hit me up? He's like, hey, man, you're going to join our VIP? And I'm like, no, no, bro. Sorry. Like, you're <laughs> I a freaking said clown. Really inappropriate. Yeah. Like, you're a freaking clown, dude. Um, yeah. I, I, all, all I'm going to say is I'm super excited for Islam and Darush. That, that fight is going to be. Okay. That's the fight that I'm looking forward to. If Islam does to Dariush what he's done to everybody else, are you gonna are, are you gonna rethink your answer a little bit? No, I'm gonna stick with my pick. If I'm, he I'm, runs I'm through Dariush, and I'm not convinced he runs through him, but I'm if not he convinced runs he runs through, through him. him I'm still go, mm. no, 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 no. Because I think Dariush and Oliveira is a very fascinating fight. For what Oliveira's been able to do to Poirier and Chandler these last two fights. I just think he, he, I think his confidence as a, is at an all-time high. Um, and I look forward to him and Gaethje throwing down a lot. All right. Welterweight division. We don't, do we even need to, do we even need to talk about that? Nobody's beating Usman. I'm said it. Nobody's beating Usman. Chamayev doesn't beat Usman? Nope. He's not going to get a chance to fight him this year. Oh, you don't. Oh, so they, it's it's that that fight's not going to happen yet. It's not going to happen yet. So it gives me more time to think about it. If they fought right now, I, I, I am going Usman still. Yeah, against Chamayev. Yeah. Mindset, man. Mindset, unbreakable. You know who I? You go ahead and say it, Bilal Muhammad. Go ahead. The bully. Who do you Feed like? Bilal Muhammad to Chamayev, please. I actually um, think if Edwards fights Kamara, 
stylistically, the Edward stylistically, I think it could be interesting, but I think he, I think he dies. He goes, he dies. He goes to sleep, sleep. He goes into the same realm that Jorge Masvidal still floating in. Oh man. All right. I'm going to Usman as well. Okay. I, you know what? I'd scratch that. Chamaev. I'm going Chamaev. I'm all in on the Chamaev chain. Chamaev runs through Colby Covington. That instantly makes him number one contender. And next fall, we're going to have Usman and Chamaev. And Chamaev beats Kamar Usman. Okay. Towards the end of 2022. All right. Ooh, he's got some stuff to look forward to. All right. We're in middleweight division. 185. Is he? Is he? Whitaker. I mean, the only one that really has a chance right now is Alex Pereira. Is yeah, I I, I want to give Whitaker all the credit in the world, but I just I think Izzy still gets it done again. And if he if he gets through Whitaker, which I am leaning he does, I don't see anybody in the top fifteen beating him right now. Well, they're one A and one B, and I just think Izzy's. I just think he's better. And how much is that knockout going to play in his head? You're a fighter. You get knocked out like that. Would that is that going to play in his head, or is that going to give him more motivation? Whitaker's mentally tough and whatever. I I just don't see where Whitaker can close that gap. Could we see Whitaker level up and maybe Izzy get a little bit too confident? I Vittori is dangerous, but Izzy's already beat him twice. That's not happening. Yeah, he's just yeah. I don't think it's to see that. I like Vittori a lot. Sean Strickland. I think Sean Strickland gives gives Izzy actually a really tough fight. I just want to be there for the press fight. The press oh, fight. Gosh. Oh man, those two guys. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna stick with Izzy. Sean Strickland. Chris Curtis. Chris Curtis is our middleweight. Either 205 champ. 205 champ. Uh, it's Glover right now. Yuri's going to be the champ by the end of the year. That's who I have too, unfortunately. Oh, I hate agreeing. I, want, I wanted I to go like disagree on that. What about Magomed and Kalath? Magomed, possibly, or Rakic, I could see. Rakic? Aren't Rakic and Yuri scheduled to fight? I don't know. That would be fun. No, Glover and Yuri are next. Is it Glover and Yuri next? Yeah, Yuri's next for Glover. It's too bad if Europe's not opened up because of COVID, because that would be a really fun fight for over in Europe to have. No, you're uh, Rakic and Blackowitz. Did you say that? Oh, yeah. That's the fight. That's the fight. Yuri stays ducking Rakic. Well, I think the winner of the... Yuri's ducking anybody. I think the Rakic and, and Jan fight is going to be... Bananas. Effect on that. All right. What else do we got? Oh, heavyweight. Who is your? Who is your heavyweight champion of the UFC? Gain, gain, gain. All day long. I don't. I actually think. I actually think that. Izzy remaining the champ is the the one hundred percent safest bet. Really, I think even over Valentina. Oh, of the men, I should say of the men. Okay, that's 
set game set match lock iron stone whatever um valentina for the women not going anywhere izzy not going anywhere and i would say at heavy i would say the most the, the one that i'm the third most confident in is actually gain at heavyweight yeah i'm going to be that. keeping these i'm going to be keeping these and we will have them up in the studio all right well if we're, if, what are the three fights that aren't scheduled that you want to see happen okay one we got to get Chamaev in there with Neil Magny. I want to see that. It's not scheduled. We need to have that. Out of everything, this Chamaev versus Neil. I'm just, Magny? I'm just going and looking at the two, Covington and Jorge. Yes. I got, I got to have Covington. In fact, I would put that above. That's my number one. That's <laughs> that's my, my number one. one. That's actually going to be my number one. I can't. Uh, Gaethje and Oliveira already scheduled. Um. Valentina to try to go champ champ whoever whoever is the champ at Bantamweight Pena or Nunez I booked that one too um, how about this does Connor versus Nate Diaz 3 do anything for you now nothing I could care less I could care less about that fight I'm going to watch it but I could care less about it oh Jan and Dillashaw or or Dillashaw and all of them. Oh, see that that's give fine. me Dillashaw. I, and I really want right. to because I I mean oh. here's the thing. I'm sure Aljermaine Sterling's a great guy. Yeah, I'm sure he's nice and he's he is the champion because Jan threw an illegal strike or whatever. But there is a big part of me that just wants to see Jan absolutely destroy Aljermaine Sterling. He's I been just... kind of annoyingly trollish with it. And when you take on the the role of troll, Kai Stewart, and people want to see you get smashed, like that just is what it is. Lewis, what he's Derek, he's definitely Derek Lewis, what he he definitely will. Um, he's definitely embraced the that role, the troll role. Because by the way, on Twitter, he is all. It's so obvious that he's trolling people, and you should see all the comments like, "Now nah, you're the oh, paper man. champ," and it's like, dude, he's totally you know trolling. You know what's everybody. so incredible to me that trolling yeah. still works. Uh, it blows me away. I mean, I have a burner account, and it works for me all the time. <laughs> I do too. I love it just so I can. Jan I will get it back. Yeah, you. I'm with you, Scott. I'm with you. Jan gets it back. But although Dillashaw is a fight, and, and we just talked about it earlier, give me give me Cub Swanson in your eye favor too. Oh, that's fun. I think that's it's fun. fun I, fight. You know, I I'd be okay if I never saw Uriah again, though. What about? Do you have any interest in seeing Poirier fight Covington? I don't for some reason. Yes, you do. <gasps> you don't. I would rather see Covington fight Jorge. I I. I Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. See, here's I don't. the thing: if you insert Poirier into that 170 pound mix, yeah, that just I mean, you talk about you because you're talking about you're not just talking about really good fighters too. You're talking about big names. You enter Nate Diaz into there, Poirier, Covington, Masvidal, Gilbert Burns, 
Sean Brady. Leon Edwards, you know, all those guys. Vicente Luque could beat every single one of those guys, possibly. We haven't talked about Luque. You know, it, it's that division gets wild. Dude, and what do we do Jeff, with Pereira? Jeff, Which, I will bet you whatever you want to bet that Derek Lewis is never the UFC heavyweight champ. That ain't happening. That ain't happening. We've already seen it. What happened? We've already seen it. Unless there's a heavyweight UFC heavyweight competition of eating fried chicken, he's done. And even still, then DC comes back and wins that title. DC is getting thick. Because he's like 320 pounds now, just easy. Thick, thick. How weird was what? that whole DC with Cruz altercation thing? I think that Cruz the media the biggest prick. <laughs> I I think the context of listening to the whole conversation and what is wasn't as bad as they made it seem. Just it's just my opinion. Dude, what about Alex Pereira at one eighty five? Because is he he's going to get a name next? Is he going to get a name next? Here's the, here's the problem. I talked to a, a manager who manages UFC fighters. Yeah, and they were trying to get Alex Pereira to fight one of his guys, and he was like, "Absolutely not." Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it's because here's the reality of Alex fighting Alex Pereira: anybody that he fights outside of the top fifteen, a lot like Chimaev, it's really just a formality. Yeah, you're just trying to at least say, "Yeah, he earned his way up there." But skill set wise and stuff, right now, dude, he's top fifteen right now. He is top fifteen right, right now. Like the day he entered the UFC, he's top 15. Yeah. I've never seen somebody sleep people the way that he slept that dude in LFA. Scary. Never. Scary. Scary. So, and then they give him that homeboy at Madison Square Garden at the, the UFC fights. And once, and that guy tried to wrestle him and he has Glover. Now Alex Pereira has Glover Teixeira in his corner. And he's training with Glover Teixeira. So, you know, he's getting very well versed in, fighting, you know, his wrestling and grappling, and he looked extremely competent and able. Now, here's the thing. You put him against an elite wrestler, he's going to get put on his back, and he's going to be in for a tough night. Who's going to do that at 185? <sighs> Let me tell you. Brun- Brunson? Yeah. Yeah. He'd be the. He'd really be the only one looking at the 185ers that I could see. Brunson gives him a really tough fight. Jack Hermanson? Jack Hermanson gives him a really tough fight. You ready for this? What? Scott Bullard has your name, his name's up right there. Chamai bounces. And if he goes up to if Chamai goes up to 185, he gives Alex Pereira a nightmare fight. Guess we're gonna find out, aren't we? Um, but if you want to see some fun stuff with Alex Pereira, here's my you ready for my prediction? Yes. Kevin Holland. That's next. Someone like Edmund Shabazian or Kevin Holland, right? And then Shibazian you go up just a little bit. Hey, then you go up just yeah. a little bit more. Kelvin Gastelum. Okay. Because Kelvin can wrestle and he doesn't do it a ton. He uses his boxing a lot, but against like, against like Alex Pereira, if Kelvin decides to wrestle, he can wrestle, right? Yeah. And he's going to get somebody like Uriah Hall, Darren Till. Something like that. And then he's going to get a Paula Costa, Jared Cannonier type, maybe Derek Brunson. And I mean, here's here's the thing with Pereira. He probably on the feet gives Izzy, Izzy's toughest fight in the UFC. Yeah. The question is, can, can he get to Izzy? 
Can he beat those wrestlers to get to Izzy? Izzy, Izzy did it. He beat guys. Yeah, that could that's true. So was that a 2023 middleweight champ? Yeah, Alex Pereira. He's not very easy. Here's the pro. Here's the other problem with Pereira. It's going to be hard because he needs probably four more fights to get to the top. Yeah, he's going to have a hard time finding four guys say yes. How uh, how old is Pereira? Oh, that's not him. I'm trying to find him on freaking. Why can't I find him? Anyways, 2023 Pereira is our champ. Is that I'm it for not, today? I'm not saying he beats Izzy because it's different, but I am saying if anybody, if anybody can, if anybody can hang with Izzy on the feet, it's him. Yeah, and he's shown that, right? Yeah, not enough chances. Yeah, I don't think same Scott. 34. I don't think he's. Yeah, he's 34. That's what he's, that's what I'm saying. He's not going to do it. He's not going to have four guys say yes within a year span. He's got about a what? Two year window, maybe. Two to three. Two to three year window. Mm-hmm. Then Father Time comes knocking. Yeah, usually around late thirties. Uh, I think that's it for today. Got Thank anything you else? Everybody, like seriously, like the reason why we got put on some random blog post on one of the top fifty MMA podcasts people should listen to is a lot because of the support. So thank you, everybody. Really appreciate it. Have a happy holidays. Merry Christmas. And we will see you all in 2022. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. And Steel Fist started announcing their February card, Fierce Fighting Championship. It's been starting to announce their January 29th card. Tickets are on sale. Go to Fierce's new website. If you go to FierceFightingChampionship.com, you can actually go click on the fighter that you want to support and buy tickets from. So get on there now, maybe a good Christmas present and, uh, yes. and you know, and, and reserve your seats because yeah, Jason and I kind of know what's going on with that card a little bit. And uh, it's going to be a fun night. And with tickets only starting at $23. Tickets only 23 bucks at the Maverick center, all pro it's card. Awesome. It's going to be awesome. And, and then you followed up with, a week later, two weeks later, your boy, Big Ben, ben Mo is coming back at Steel <laughs> Fist. <laughs> I love Ben. I love Ben. Oh, love it. Anyways. Yes, you right. saw me. That's going to be a good fight. I love it. It's great. We will see you guys next year. Happy holidays. Have a great Christmas. We are out.